0: About one year ago on March 8, 2022, following a 250% rise in the nickel price within 24 hours, the London Metals Exchange suspended trading of nickel due to a systematic risk of its market in an unprecedented price move. Doing so, it canceled all trades that took place that morning, effectively rewinding the market to its closing position on March 7, 2022. This week, the United Kingdom's Financial Conduct Authority stated it had opened a, quote, enforcement investigation into the London Metals Exchange conduct and price discovery systems from last year's more than doubling of the then nickel price from 48000 to over 101000 per ton. Of course, the trades were reversed by force majeure, and nickel trading was temporarily halted, supposedly saving a Chinese billionaire's bad short bets at the time. This, of course, will not be the last time we see metals prices explode due to short squeezes in price discovery markets. As Bloomberg reminded us this week that an estimated over 10 trillion worth of metals will be required by 2050 in order to meet their net zero target scenarios. Of course, I'd bet none of their assumptions on future silver demand adjusted for the continued record monetary and store value investment demand in silver that's likely to come. This week, perhaps the world's largest market maker in silver made major movements of silver bullion out of its eligible pile into the registered pile, likely preparing for end of the month March silver bullion deliveries coming due. A movement of over 7 million ounces of silver bullion in two days this week, from the non-deliverable eligible piles to deliverable registered piles, is a large chunk, even for the supposed biggest commercial bank in comic silver warehousing. And if you consider that over 103 million ounces of the JP Morgan comics pile in New York is spoken for, with underlying SLV holdings, there's currently just over 40 million ounces of silver float currently held in JP Morgan's New York Comics vault between its house account holdings and client holdings combined. In other words, the world is running a slimming just-in-time silver bullion inventory supply system, but the world at large doesn't know it yet. Hello on behalf of SDBullion.com, this is James Anderson with your weekly bullion market update. Before we go any further, smash the like button so we can share this content with other like minded sound money stackers. Subscribe to our YouTube channel for more complimentary weekly updates to come, and don't forget to enter our free bullion giveaway.
1: SD Bullion Silver Eagle Monster Box Sweepstakes is back, and with it, another opportunity to win 500 Silver Eagle coins just like this guy. Yeah, this is Kevin. Hi, Kevin. This is Dr. Tyler Wall, CEO of S.D. Boyan. I'm calling to you to let you know that you won the S.D. Boyan giveaway of a monster
0: box of 2022 Silver Eagles. Unbelievable. That is awesome. <laughs> Sorry, you know. I'd be a lot more excited, but I'm at work, so I can't really scream and holler too much.
1: <laughs> so click the link below, because the next big winner could be you.
0: The silver and gold markets finally had a positive week in Fiat US dollar denominated spot price trading. The spot silver price closed above $21.25 an ounce bid, while the spot gold price closed the week over 1,855 an ounce bid price. The spot gold silver ratio finished the week flat at 87. Looking at the long-term 200 day moving average charts for gold and silver throughout this full Fiat currency era respectively, we can see COMEX Gold lately bounced and is still well above its 200-day moving average, which is around 1,776 an ounce currently. While Comex's silver recent bounce is only just above its 200-day moving average at $20.96 an ounce. The current 200-day moving average of the gold-silver ratio currently stands around 85. Government central banks continued last January 2023, just a few months ago, as net buyers of gold bullion to the tune of 31 metric tons added to their stashes. That's adding roughly 1 million ounces, mostly going to Turkish and Chinese official gold reserve holdings. Of course, current central bank gold bullion buying volumes last year in 2022 were likely a direct response to the massive increases in US sanctions last year, combined with one of the worst bond market performances since roughly the year 1871. Perhaps central banks also know that, given their reckless fiat currency creation policies over the last few years, secular price inflation is here to stay. And historically back tested data proves that over the long haul, gold bullion performs best in real returns versus inflation. If this 21st century gold bullion bull market performs similar to how it did during the last major secular inflationary regime of the 1970s into 1980, Central banks currently acquiring gold bullion will be rewarded handsomely for doing so. In terms of Turkey in net gold bullion imports to start the first month of this year, they imported physical gold in record size. In terms of Turkish silver importations to begin the year, they continue gaining market share, becoming a larger player in the silver bullion bar fabrication industry. The CFTC continues to not report its weekly commitments of traders report, often simply called cot reports in short, The agency now claims they'll get around to publishing these critical commodity market data reports by the middle of this month. So, comics gold futures market traders have been flying semi-blind since the start of last month, February 2023. An unprecedented situation since the start of the gold and silver cot reporting in 1986. The same story for comics silver futures markets traders over the last month or so. They are also trading somewhat blind. What's most likely happened in the last month plus of non cot reporting time is that commercial banks and non-commercial speculative traders have moved from being less net short and less cumulatively long respectively, and that's simply by judging the collapsing open interest of late. Which brings us to the final points of this week's SD Bullion Market Update from a longtime commodity investor whose insights I highly respect and follow. Lee Gehring of Gehring & Rosenzweig has often been a gold bull at the right times and inflection points. In the year 2000, Lee called for gold to do a near 10 bagger in fiat U.S. dollar terms back when gold was trading around 280 an ounce. And five years ago, here he was talking on behalf of being bullish gold before this current secular inflationary regime came about post-pandemic.
1: We are, we are over time and many times over the last 25 years, we've been a big investor in the gold markets. We, we fall Supply and demand trends and valuation trends in gold, ex- extremely closely, and uh, you know, and, and I've you know over time I've made some grand pronouncements about gold. I know you and I were talking about that in 2000. I was I was profiled in Forbes magazine, and I said that we talked about that gold was going to be the best performing asset class the coming decade. It was. It led the commodity. It did lead the commodity bull market, but it did it at times. But the, the thing is, is, that I put a two thousand five hundred dollar price target on it, and, and you know everyone laughed because gold was two hundred and sixty dollars an ounce. But it did hit nineteen hundred in that cycle. Now, you know, as you mentioned, we've we've produced an unprecedented amount of fiat currency. Money is everywhere, and and you know we believe that that gold is really especially in today's world where it floats, it's set by the market, and not by governments, is that gold will at times become very, very popular and overvalued. At times it will become very unpopular and undervalued. And if you're able to to identify those periods where it's undervalued and make those investments, an investor gets outsized returns. And of course the classic last example was in nineteen ninety nine, two thousand, when you bought it at two fifty. Gold was a great investment. We are, a, from our valuation methodology, and we value the, the value of gold, how it's priced against the total amount of money that's out there, gold is, is, is even one notch cheaper than it was in 1999. Now, using the, that same methodology where we got a $2,500 price target, which we got pretty close in the last cycle, that same methodology says gold is like $13,000. And and in 13,000, that we printed all this money, unprecedented money, thinking that it will have no effect. What happens now that everything has repaired itself and now it will have the effect? What will happen if we have a global inflationary boom? That's the most unauthorized thought, Big Ehring. And that's your $13,000 gold price target right. right there.
0: Last year, in late October 2022, the Commodity Investors published a Q2 2022 commentary on their blog, of which I'll share a link in the show notes below citing the key ingredients they want to see before adding overweight into silver and gold market bets respectively in this post they cite that the next major bull market for silver and gold unlike the 2000 to 2011 run will likely be driven by western not eastern investor inflows they cited the following gold and silver etf holdings which have remained lackluster since that publication as well, they also cite the key COMEX gold and silver futures commercial trading positions going net long that they're hoping again to see as a sign to go heavy long bullion and bullion-related. Of course, given recent disappearance of, of commercial futures trading positions of late, of course, given the recent disappearance of commercial futures trading positions of late, we can't know how close we might be at the moment. But what they stated at the time still pertains long term. When recently publicly asked how big a bull market this will be, Gehring is expecting gold to reach 10,000 ounce by the end of the decade and for silver to eventually catch up and trade around 500 ounce. Quote, by 2028, gold could be over 10,000. If gold is over 10,000 and we go back to the 20 to 1 gold silver ratio, that's $500 silver, he said. It will be the decade of shortages and everyone's going to get poor except for the people that own physical gold and silver silver is another quintessential inflationary metal to buy and hold during the next decade i'm convinced that in this bull market there's going to be another corner attempt at the silver market Goring said of course with silver and gold markets calm and currently merely trading near their respective 200-day moving averages this may sound nuts like it did during the early 2000 2500 ounce gold price call that they made but given the fundamental metal shortages to come and all other factors combined I would not fully discount their experienced prognostications for later this decade. That's all for this week's SD Bullion Market Update. As always, to you out there, take great care of yourselves and those you love. If you enjoyed this content, be sure to give our video a thumbs up. To keep getting bullion related news and industry insights, be sure to subscribe to our channel finally hit that alert button so you know when we publish fresh content.